Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. It's been a while, but it is finally Olympic year and the podcast is back. I know we've been a little bit sporadic, worked in uh, maybe fits and bursts since we we started a few years ago, but um, did set out to run for the remainder of this Olympic cycle or, you know, until other people had taken up the the mantle and were podcasting a bit more regularly about judo. Um, obviously, there's a there's a few out there. You know, you've got Dave Roman's Judo Chop Sui podcast. It's been running since right around the time this one started, maybe a little bit before. It's a great listen. It's a bit US centric, but you know, fantastic nonetheless. There is another new one out there, uh, the one by Neil Adams. Well worth checking out. It's on iTunes, Google Play. Really interesting. Um, talking about his life in judo, things that are happening now, things you know, his experiences, again, well worth checking out. Hoping to keep this going now until we get through to Tokyo. Rewritten this kind of welcome back episode a couple of times. You know, I wasn't sure I wanted to include on yet another relaunch episode. Um, I thought about doing something about the best players of the last decade. Uh, I think the IGF posted something about who, who people thought, wanted to find out. And um, so I did a little bit of research and ultimately I decided against doing like a full episode on that. I think of all the all the standout players, there's only really two or three still active that were active right at the start of the decade. And I'm caveating that by saying they've been consistently performing at world level. Obviously, the, the first name that jumps to mind is, is Teddy, uh, Teddy Rinner. You know, I was surprised, though, that there were two others who were going right at the start of the decade and have won, you know, world-class medals um, all the way through. The other obvious one is, you know, Georgi Zantarai, the Ukrainian. Six world medals and, again, still going. He's, he's going to be there in Tokyo and it'd be such an exciting judo player. But I was really surprised as well to see that you had the Cuban heavyweight, um, Idalis Ortiz, who she's been active that same period as, as Teddy and almost as successful. You know, both won their first Olympic medal, um, both bronzes back in Beijing in 2008. They've had world Olympic titles consistently ever since. She's also got eight world championships medals, which is a phenomenal record. On the longer list, there was no one you'd be surprised by. You know, there are other notables like Ono, Kelmendi, Ebenuma, Abignenu, Chimeo. But, you know, with the exception of Zantaraya, with his own, you know, phenomenal record, none have matched that longevity, the level of success that Ortiz and Rinna have both had. And it'll be incredible to see if they're, if they're there on the podium in Tokyo. So, the judo year's already started with the Grand Prix in Tel Aviv. You know, there's been some huge, from a British perspective, huge performances already. You know, especially Sally and Natalie, both winning gold at 70s and 78s. Um, internationally, though, there's also a great showing, you know, from... You had the Korean team took home three golds. The We saw the return of Romain Dicko. Um, the French heavyweight, you know, she's won cadet junior senior European titles and is going to look have a look in at qualifying the games. It's kind of I think it's kind of a return to competition. I think she struggled with injury for for a little while. Again, a couple of other interesting wins. 
you had uh, the first Australian win on the IGF Tour, I think. You know, that was uh, Katarina Hicker, um, which is great to see. You had uh, the Japanese girl, Tsunoda's moved down to 48, and she started the year by staking a claim for that home Olympic spot. She looked dominant at, at 48, winning, winning the Grand Prix. Um, and then the event finished, I guess, on a high for the Israelis as well, with the, the men's heavyweight pair, Palchik and Sasson, both winning golds, unders and plus hundreds. So we've already got the final run into the games. It feels really exciting already with everyone like jockeying for their qualifying spots. Um, I guess over the next few episodes, I'll be releasing some material that's... that. You know, it's been recorded a little while ago. It includes a couple of interviews and an episode I did with Chris about three years ago about PEDs in judo. Um, it's going to take a bit of editing, as all of them do. But with the recent ban of Rafaela Silva, you know, the, the reigning Olympic champion, who failed a test during the Pan American Games, I think it'll be interesting to revisit or listen to for the first time for you guys. And uh, have a look at doping in judo and see, yeah, I want to see if I still feel the same way. Anyway, that's what we've got coming up. Um, I think we've got Paris and Dusseldorf over the next few weeks. So there's going to be some really exciting judo going on. Uh, that's enough for now. Uh, yeah, get in touch on Twitter, Facebook. It's at Original Judo Pods. Catch you soon.